welcome to the Freelancer Podcast. I'm Johannes. And I'm Carl. Together, we talk about freelancing and marketing nuggets for web developers. In this episode, we're going to be discussing designing an effective website. Let's get started. So when it comes to web development and web design, we are talking about websites. Websites are the foundation of being a web developer. You can't be a car salesperson without selling a car. (laughs) So the bottom line is when we talk about effective websites, it is pretty simple. It's self-explanatory. We want to help you design better websites to get better results for your clients. So with that said, we are going to lead in the principles of what it takes to actually build an effective website and why is it actually important. So there's a little takeaway you can take from this. You need to have a split personality. So what I mean by that is you need to think like the website visitor landing on a specific web page in order to accomplish a specific goal or task. Number two, on the flip side of that coin, you need to think like the business owner. What is their goal? What is their purpose of the website? Is it to make more sales? Is it to get more leads? Is it to put a trial period? Whatever it is, you need to think like that as the foundation in creating all websites or improving existing client mm. websites. Yes, perfect. That is very well said and that is exactly the mind that we need to go into. And with that said, here are the principles we're going to be running through in this podcast. We The first one, keep it simple. Then the purpose Moving on to topography, technical, color, images and icon. Another one, navigation. Then testing different CTAs, call to actions. And last but certainly not least in this changing world that we're living in, videos. So, Mm. Carl, take us into keeping it simple. Look, when it comes to keeping it simple, there's a common marketing term or or let me say like a little um, short word that they use it's called kiss kiss stands for keep it simple stupid it's literally <laughs> that simple <laughs> and there's a reason why they say that because just because you have the knowledge or understanding or you or you're like an advanced guru of a certain topic it doesn't mean you need to go all out you know you don't you don't have to go all advanced you don't have to go all high tech and whatever it's amazing. If you look at the clients or, or, or let's say the, the businesses that are doing the best in specific industries, let's say insurance or selling products or whatever it is, it's amazing how simple or let's say ugly the website looks. Why? Mm. Because they literally just keep it simple, whereas other people complicate things. They just put too much in there. They've just got way, way too much colors. It's too distracting. You know, It takes too long to load, whatever it is. The bottom line is keep it simple. Yes, and that especially plays off in the layout of the website. If the layout is good and is simplistic, then you actually lead the clients or the customers to making that CTA. But if it's so blogged out and, and full of information, it's cluttered, then then the, the, the client or the customer is not going to know where to go, what to do, what to click. So the layout is extremely important in keeping it simple. Um, so if you look at a layout, you want obviously the headers at the top, which has got all the main categories. Then you can also have that again right at the bottom. But then moving on from, from the top down, you want to have 
um, what's called the selling point almost. So if the client lands on the home page, why are, is this website there? What value is it going to bring to them? Not, oh, we make thousands of websites for thousands of people and thousands of this and that. It's like, no. What can you actually help this client with? If you want this client to, um, to, 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 to go with you, what value can you bring to them? So if you have the headline there as saying, I can help you get more clients, um, I can help you sell more products, that's going to be appealing to them because that is what they need if they are looking for web design. Uh, if they're looking for web designers but if you now are working on a client's website and they sell coffee then your headline must be something like um, help to get you up early in the morning or something it's something like that mm. to really appeal to the clients appeal to your um, to your hosts and uh, yeah so play around with the layout see how you can keep it simple what is effective what is not um, and then the rest of the of the principles is actually going to play off of that as well so the next thing we'll be looking at is the purpose. What is the purpose of the website? Um, we look at and we talk about conversion focus, being conversion focused. Because if you get a client or a customer to your website, effectively you want to make a sale. You want them to buy. You want them to buy items and many of it. So how can you lay out and how can you effectively design your website so that they are encouraged to go and click buy now or to go and click add to basket? Um, and that uh, what plays off in that is the landing page. So let's say they type in in Google, uh, cat food, and they land on um, the Google search items and they see yours is at the top and they click on there. Is their landing page about cat food or is it about general products for cats? Mm. Because that's not what this guy is focusing on. He wants to buy cat food. So the landing page must be relevant to the search term that they've landed on. So you must then or could then design a web page effectively just for that so that when they land on it they can see all the different cat food items and products and they can then immediately select one and then yeah go to the basket and buy um so yeah so that's that's definitely something that you want to be focusing on um making sure that you have different landing pages for different search terms and different products and items uh, for your clients and also for your own business uh, marketing your own business Mm, exactly well, well said i mean that was awesome we're moving on to typography now and that sort of ties in exactly with what johanna said yeah the bottom line is you need to the, the purpose of typography and what i mean by, by typography is your headings your text and your font it is all simple it is all to do with communication what type of message are you bringing forth or communicating to your prospective client or your prospective customer? So, what I mean, let's just use a quick example here. If you have to go to, let's say, an established luxury brand, let's say Cartier or, you know, Mont Blanc or, I mean, what are some other um, luxury brands, you know, maybe some... Some little lobster food or caviar, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but something like that. Anyway, you look at them and compare it to something like Cadbury, right? Look at the font and the colors. You'll notice that Cadbury is a lot more, let's say, fun or, you know, more curvy, more like, more, uh, not like rigid, whereas the more classy, sophisticated websites are a lot more rigid and like more classy looking. But the messaging is a lot different. And this messaging can be moved across in every single industry. And it needs to be thought out. 
Don't take this for granted. A simple headline, like a big headline with a subcategory headline with a call to action at the bottom, can make a huge difference, especially if you're looking for a quote. So let's say, for example, you're looking for an, a car insurance quote in New York. You type in car insurance quote, and you land on a specific page that says, Get your, uh, get your car insurance quote in less than two minutes, you know, or something to that effect, like a big headline and then a sub headline to be like, um, trusted by over a million, you know, um, people pretty much. <laughs> and then that call to action, you know, like get quote. Keep it simple, you know, don't, don't like beat around the bush, as they say, and keep it complicated and whatever. The headline, the subheadline, the text on the page needs to align with the overall goal that Johannes was discussing earlier. Yes, for sure. And that moves us on to the next principle, which is technical, the technical side of the website. Now, as we all know, Google, when you search for a website, Google takes that into account as well, the load speed of the website. Um, so he, if that is done correctly, it will actually help your websites rank much better on Google. Um, also, with regards to SEO, if you build an effective website, having that in mind, the, 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 the technical side and the SEO side, then your clients will be extremely happy with you because they'll start to rank naturally. They'll start to rank organically, as they call it. So have a look at your load speed. Um, do tests. I know there are apps out there. There are, there are programs out there where you can actually uh, test it to see is it effective or not or what's the ranking. Have a look at it and try and bring it as low and as fast as possible as you can. Um, if the image sizes are too big or the megabytes of the images are too big, then reduce it. Take that extra time. Reduce the size and make sure that the load speed is correct. Um, when it comes to SEO, um, make sure you've got the headings and uh, the H1 and H2 tags and that you've got it done correctly in terms of the search term. Also, the URL at the top. Make sure that it's in line with the search term, With it's in line with what you're trying to sell. All these little things um, is is a key factors of designing an effective website. So um, have a look at that. Spend time on that and make sure that you're doing it right. And uh, with that also is color. Color is extremely important. Carl, t- take us through color. So when it comes to color, it's pretty interesting because a lot of people, let's say, overlook the color aspect or they don't focus as much on color as what they should. So uh, just on a practical level here, it's, it's fascinating the studies of what a different color, you know, could result in. So what they do in, in like most of the sort of hardcore prisons around the world, like the, I'm talking about the hardcore, you know, killers basically you know like like the guys they want to put away in solitary confinement they paint the walls a light pastel pink and that is pretty interesting hmm. it's amazing that when they compare results of like how the how the person is inside on their anger levels and you know how they treat the gods and so on it's amazing to see the results of that. They are way more chilled, way more relaxed compared to the people in, let's say, a blue or a red color. So that's just on a practical level. When we talk about websites, I mean, websites make a big difference in terms of color. So, it, for example, if you are maybe selling cakes or if you are selling um, maybe like a wedding photographer or something, you don't want to have like, you know, dark reds or dark 
blacks or uh, maybe like dark blues or anything. You really want to appeal to more the pastel sort of mm. colors, maybe the more neutral sort of greens or pinks or oranges, you know, very light and very subtle colors. Whereas if you are focusing more on, let's use the luxury example again, you want to use more grays, more blacks, more whites. And there's a reason to this. There's a reason that if you go in, in, in a shopping mall and you're buying something at the shops, there's a reason why the sale, uh, let's say, tags or the sale banners popping out to you ma- mainly entail yellow and mainly entail red. There's a reason for that because there's a color psychology behind that, which, uh, which ultimately leads to um, persuading you to make a decision. Mm. Now that's very true. I mean, if you walk through the shopping centers, you'll always see sale, 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 and that stands out. It pops out, and it's almost like naturally you'll walk in there because you know, oh, I'm going to get a deal here, and it's all red. Mm-hmm. So that has been imprinted into our minds, imprinted into our brains. Um, also, with that, uh, the next principle would be images and icons. Now, one can easily get. Yeah, you can easily waste a lot of time on images and icons, like finding the right image and is it the perfect image and and looking through thousands and millions of deposit stock photos and not finding the right one. Just pick one that is similar to your target market, but now be very intentional because if your client's target market is, let's say, between the ages of 25 and 35 and you want to have pictures in there, have a picture in there then with those that age group of people dressed mm-hmm. all funky, you know, they're all between the ages of 25 to 35 so that this client or customer can relate to the picture. But if your focus is getting lawyers or doctors, then have a picture in there that relates to them so that they can see themselves mm-hmm. as, okay, wow, I'm relating to this. I need this client. I need this person to do my website or I need to, to buy this item from this website because it relates to me. And that's very important when you speak to your client to, uh, um, to get the whole scope of their website, ask them who is your target market so that you can get pictures and images that are relevant to that. Also, the same thing when it comes to icons. You can get some really childish icons in a sense, and for some websites that will work because it is websites like developing for, developed for children, or you can get some really classy icons. You want to use that as well. But make use of that because more and more people are steering away from loads of text um, online landing pages loads of it because it just it looks too cluttered so use icons more and then you have a small little descriptive underneath the icon um and if they ever want to read more, you can just have a little block there that says see more, read more, or more info, or whatever. That allows your your pages to be more simplistic, more focused on getting that conversion, and and uh, it doesn't drive away the viewer. Because if it's too much information, there's no ways they're going to read through all of that. Unless if they click read more, then yes, then they're interested. Then they want to read more. Then they will actually go and spend five to ten minutes to read a blog, or five to ten minutes to read more about this this specific item or service or product so Mm. be very aware of that only have the certain um, wording underneath those icons that will actually um, appeal to them and that will draw them in into to summarizing what this customer or client can actually offer or give you Um, and that leads directly into the next principle which would be navigation your navigation of your site needs to be so 
easy and simplistic. If it's left click here and then go forward twice and then click back again and then you only reach to your page, it needs to be so simplistic, like leading onto the other one. Some people build websites. And it's a one pager and then the navigation is, is, is great. Then they go see more. Then you click there. Then it literally takes you to the bottom of the page where they've written more on that topic. And that's a great way also. But then again, there are other people like Apple, which is insane in what they do. Apple, on the other hand, they've really spent a lot of time focusing on how to actually navigate through their systems, navigate through their products, because that is one of their selling points. It's simplistic. It's simple. Um, you click one button and you get to do all the things that you need to do from that one button. It's really, really simplistic. It's really user-friendly. Yeah, exactly. So when we talk about navigation, we talk about Apple. Apple are the masters at providing food for fruit salads. You know, <laughs> no, no, look, App- Apple is the go-to uh, place we all know that for pretty much everything simplicity and class so they do things right and i like that a lot moving on to testing different ctas just to make sure we're on the same page for beginners here if you don't know what a cta is it is a call to action pretty simple it's more like a button so you you achieve a specific task that um you know that you want to achieve with a website so all of this actually ties in amazingly well because just because you have a call to action and specifically a button it doesn't mean that that will get results. Sometimes what what you can do is you can change the um, sort of where it's located or the layout of the specific call to action. Or maybe you could change the word or maybe you could change the color. So for example, if we look at a very successful case study by Amazon, they call it the million dollar button. And I would actually encourage you to Google this. So what they did was the whole checkout process of uh, Amazon back in the day used to be exactly the same as pretty much what you see now. The only thing that they changed was if you had to add to cart, you would have to, the next page you would see is, let's say, a form which to say register. So you would have to register profile to check out. And what they found that is that a lot of people left the, the specific page because they felt that the register was was too much work for them to do. So they literally just changed the word from register to the word continue. And they found that during this case study of this period that they were testing this, that resulted in an additional million dollar sales, hence the million dollar button. It's an incredible case study and that's a very simple way of what you can do to change or to get more results or to change it. So for example, especially when it comes to e-commerce, a lot of people say add to cart. What you can change is maybe buy now so you can change that you can change the the colors maybe it could be red or maybe it could be green so look into changing a lot of those things because if you especially if you look at free trials or if you say get quote or anything like that you can change the colors you can change the size of the button you can change maybe the gradient you can change the wording and also when it comes to CTAs it's amazing that people often uh, overlook what Johannes mentioned on the images the images are so important. If you look at, for example, um, let's say uh, retirement villages, retirement homes, uh, um, if you have to have an image of, let's say, an elderly couple looking at the call to action form, where, so let's say a form where they might be called back or something, 
There's been cases where that has increased um, uh, conversions, like leads, by 20%. I mean, that's massive. Just by a simple thing of having the right image of the right target market, looking at the call to action form with their eyes, and that follows you as a website visitor to complete the form. It's amazing. It's, it's so simple, and we can easily overlook that. So all of this ties into uh, testing different CTAs. Oh, awesome, Carl. And who knows, maybe your website could be the next $1 million button. So, yeah, keep it simple. Keep it classy. So the last point that we're going to be looking at is just videos. Now, videos have grown in popularity over the past 5 to 10 years insanely. Um, more and more people are looking at videos rather than reading text. So it is very important that if your client has a budget for it, Encourage them to shoot a video. Encourage them to get something visual with sound and audio onto their website. Even if you're not the one doing it, outsource it to somebody else to do it for you. You just embed it onto the website and off you go. But when you lead them to do this, when you guide them into doing this, have them also have a call to action at the end of the video. It's no use paying so much money to have a video shot embedded onto your website and have all these videos, but there's no call to action. There's no, there's no selling point there's no uh like press there sign hard press there type of thing you know there's 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 no end off and you want to encourage your people to have that end off in the video because that leads them to the next step again which would either be to sign up or to purchase or to whatever so yeah keep that in mind and i really hope this um helped you guys in designing effective websites it might sound like a lot but once you start looking at it step for step you can flow through it it becomes natural to you and you'll start seeing, oh, wow, the value that it brings and and um, the conversion that it brings. And it will actually drive you to do it more and more and more for all of your clients. So, yeah, all the best, you guys. You can do it. Keep on designing. Keep on getting those clients in and go for it. Thanks for joining us in this episode. Be sure to like and share. And we look forward to you tuning in next time for some great nuggets without the fluff.